Welcome to Moon Harbor Heroes. Today's issue is Faces, issue 25, Hope. On the cover, Asimov is streaking towards an angler whale on a glider. Ryder is midair, swinging a rider slash towards a group of demons below. Bear Carl is rearing up, swinging paws at demons. Supai rides on Carl's back, slashing at demons with their tendrils. Through one of the windows in a foreground building, we can see a TV tuned to a news channel. On that TV, we see Faye, in half-demon form, advancing on some cult cards. We turn the page and our story begins. So our first panel shows the massive doors of the Lighthouse Cathedral and Faye's hand on the door. And then we get the next panel of the doors being pushed open. And then we see the inside, and it is this over-the-top grandiose cathedral. There's massive stained glass windows there's these beautiful pews and it all leads up to like a huge pipe organ at the back and back behind the pipe organ we can see a spiral staircase leading upward standing behind these pews you see 12 of the like foot soldiers of the cult of the white death each of them was wearing this like floor length white duster and uh below that like a black pants and like a white uh, dress shirt on top of that and they have the pin of the with the logo on their lapels and all of them level guns at you hey what do you do i look at all of them and i'm like hey friends how are we doing today they all fire can i charge my burn yeah cool that is a nine so i'm gonna mark a condition and hold three uh i immediately want to use shielding what a condition are you marking? Not hopeless yet. I'm going to mark afraid. Okay. And you said you're immediately using shielding? Yep. So I'm going to cast up a protective shield using freak instead of superior. Uh, that is a nine. On a seven to nine. Uh, I can either escalate the situation or put myself in danger. I'm going to escalate the situation. Okay. Since I'm expressly like, not putting myself in danger. So I think I just, like, toss my hands in front of me, and, like, this, like, massive stained glass wall just shoots up from the ground. Mm -hmm. And just, like, all the bullets just hit this stained glass wall and just stop in midair when they hit it. I think we get, like, that, like, nice long panel with you in the far left and just all these bullets stopping. And then a panel that's the same thing, but the bolt, like, there's, it's silent and the bullets have stopped. And then I want to look at all of them and turn my face into the demon face. And I want to be like, you'll have to do better than that. And as you do that, the one closest to you, their uh, face kind of, we get a panel where the face is like melted and indistinct. And then we get a panel where it's the person with Mary Louise Rogers face. And she smiles and goes, oh, Faye, I will. And we get a panel of her doing a complex hand motion. And this gust of flame just bur uh, bursts forth from her at you. What do you do? I think I just want to, like, fight it back. I think I just want to, like, telekinetically just, like, catch it. And, like, send a blast of telekinetic energy. Very, like, Dragon Ball Z style to, like, hit the blast of fire and, like, send it back at them. Okay. And how demon are you at this point? Uh, I think this is still pretty in control. I think I've changed my face for the scare effect, but like, I have not lost any control of my powers Oh yeah, I just went physically. Uh, just my face. Okay. I want you to roll to directly engage. 
Great. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and activate in a China shop. So when you directly engage a threat, you can cause significant collateral damage to your environment to choose an additional option, even on a miss. Okay. So that is a seven. So I get to choose two. I want to resist or avoid their blows. And I think I want to impress surprise or frighten the opposition. Awesome. Do you know what that looks like? Or do you have an idea for that? I will say that if you want, you can straight, like you can up to it, including to like, kill this soldier. Yeah, I've got an idea. Uh, can I walk through the panels for that? Uh, yeah, I might uh, edit it, but go ahead. I think we see the, like, the fire blast and we see the very like typical like two beams of energy hitting in the middle. And then we switch over from their perspective and we see like the fire, the fire, the fire, and the fire splits and the demon is right there in their face. And I say, try harder. And then I snap his neck or her neck. It's Mary Louise's face. So her neck. And as you do, their face shifts back to the face before. We see this this wave of energy burst out. We get a shot from outside the outside the cathedral. We see all the windows on the base floor shatter outward. So after that panel, we get a panel from a camera. Like we can see like the grainy footage of a camera inside the cathedral with a little record in the corner pointed at Faye having snapped this guy's neck. And our next panel is going to cut over to Brian. Let's uh. You are in your workshop lab. What's the word you're going with there? Definitely more of a workshop. Okay. I don't think we've seen this in comic yet. So go ahead and tell us what that looks like from the inside. So uh, we got that apartment tower, whatever it is, the max, I think, canonically in the floor above us. But we have like the entire floor. So, um, my workshop's in one of the other rooms on that floor. It looks like a garage. If you were to build a garage, not at ground floor, maybe that's what it would look like. All of the walls are covered in shelves with mechanical parts, and there is a opening door, like a garage door, for things to fly out. Oh, excellent. And Brian, since uh, you... We're having gone for a bit, doing some uh, work. So I have a love letter for you. Asimov has assembled a pretty big collection of villains who are personally interested in his untimely demise. Seemed like a good time to hit the robotics workshop and come up with some kind of defenses. Go ahead and roll plus superior for me. Eight. Okay. On a seven to nine, pick one villain from the list below. Remix, Dykstra, The Smiling Phoenix, and The Call to the White Death. So I am picking the Smiling Phoenix. Okay. So you've been focusing a lot of your work on that villain. So for each villain, hold one. You can spend this hold at any future time to unveil some device you prepared to deal with them. You don't need to decide what that device is now. You can just show us when you want to use it. Additionally, hold two minor inventions. You can spend these hold to give yourself or a teammate a new ability for a scene. Hells yeah. So... At the center of the lab, there's a, a Brian standing in front of a pedestal with a great uh, long flaming katana on it. And it's just lowering down as the scene focuses on him. He's like, yes, it's complete. I love it. 
And in the background of that scene, there's a monitor, a TV, something showing a news report. And we see, like, I think it's muted, but we see, like, a newscaster standing in front of, like, a demon incursion going on. And um, so we've got the shot of Brian there, and we see this newscaster in the background. And it's very small because this is in the background, but very, very close readers uh, will notice that there's a vague shape that looks a lot like Faye's demon form in, like, a smaller video on the newscaster's screen. And then, Brian, you hear a voice in your head. Hey, um, Brian. What's up? Um, I know you told us not to uh, disturb you, but uh, are you free? Actually, I just finished. There's some stuff going on at um, Felix's house. What did you do? Um, we're not sure, but there's like... Remember when I turned into a whale? Uh-huh. Well, there's one of those, but he's bigger. Uh-huh. I think we might need some help. I'll be right down. And then we turn the page, and the first panel, Ryder, what awesome thing are you in the middle of doing in this fight? The first scene you'll see is Ryder pulling his blade out of a demon <laughs> and turning to Carl and going, Did you get him yet? Carl just roars, and um, then you hear a voice in your head that goes, Oh, sorry, I forgot I was a bear. Uh, yeah, he's coming. Perfect. Any ETA? And as he says, any ETA, he, the next panel, he's slashing through another demon as they're working their way towards the, angler, the demon anglerfish. After Carl stops talking to Brian, I want to send out a message to something like Saber. Or, um, I guess you just see calling anagram. Oh, excellent. Okay. It rang three times, and then we hear... Uh, Asimov? I have... What's what's up? We're kind of busy. Hey, uh, I got a favor to ask. Any chance you could, uh, convince somebody to come over to the Krauss residence? Uh, you know, just like make up a big story. I don't know. Uh, new alien invasion, something. Well, um, and we have some demon incursions all over. I think there's one there. I think we have someone dispatched, but. You know. My partner's been on a uh, assignment and I'm grounded, so. I could come. Okay, sure. Okay, I'll I'll meet you there. And I think we're going to cut back into the fight. Carl, what awesome thing are you doing? There's small and big demons, right? Yeah. So I think there's a group of demons charging at um, Carl and Supai. Carl just has his typical Carl grin on his face. Well, on a bear's face. Uh, it's just <laughs> charging into a bunch of demons while Supai is all... I think Supai has two flaming swords, right? Like tendrils. Oh, okay, flaming tendril arms? Yeah. yeah. That's way cooler than swords. Okay, so, so Supai is like throwing their tentacles around and whipping demons left and right, but they missed one. And um, as it comes closer and gets ready to leap towards Supai, 
bear coral just swats it down and, and splashes it on the ground. Oh, fantastic. So I'm going to set the scene here. We have, we're on these streets outside the Kraus building. The streets are just flooded with both civilians and these little like foot and a half tall uh, chubby demons. They're not severely hurting anyone, but they are harassing and pushing and attacking. We also have uh, several taller demons that seem to be little. They look like the same color and they're a bit they're basically blobby tall versions of these but you can see like individual limbs of little ones sticking out here and there and occasionally one a small one will dive into one of the big ones and it'll grow slightly larger we see this large like angler whale flying above the uh street uh between the buildings it's very slow and very lethargic moving and i'm going to start this uh with Ryder. Ryder, what do you do uh he looks up at the at the anglerfish whale thing and says oh there's my ride. And he you see him throw his sword towards the anglerfish, but then you see him zip up the wall and leap off the wall to grab the sword as it strikes the anglerfish. Are you trying to hurt it with this or are you trying to use that to get a like hold on it to get up? I, I'm actually not even trying to get a hold on it. I'm I'm using it as a as an anchor point for a moment. Okay, cool. Let's go ahead and start with that unleash, see where that goes, and then roll from there. Okay, okay, I like that. That's where I was like, this is going to be Unleash Your Powers. I just don't know how. A5. That is a beautiful, beautiful fail. All right, we do have five team. <laughs> can Carl even help this? <laughs> I think Carl's close by. If Carl can come up with a way to help, uh, and then either Supai or Asimov could then arrive on the scene because time is meaningless. I mean, Supai and I are... Like, Supai is sitting on top of me, so I could certainly do something suitably heroic that makes it work. That uses Maybe two teams. Maybe clear out some of the demons. Maybe clear out the demons that would stop me from doing what I'm doing. Oh, I've got a way better idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm spitballing here. Uh, I, I mean, I got something to use, team, as long as somebody else has something. Sure. You want to go first, or I go first? The thing I'm going to do is deploy nanobots to make you all float. Okay, I'll go first then, in that case. So I see that um, Ryder is trying to get up to the whale, and Supai signals to me, uh-oh, I think Ryder needs some help. And so there's a big, loud... Um, I guess it's be officially barrel now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I suppose. So, so Beryl lets out a gigantic roar and launches Supai at um, Ryder. As Supai is passing Ryder, they um, kick Ryder towards the whale, but it's still not enough. And then just before Ryder starts falling again, over to Brian. Yeah, so um, right as his ascent is starting to slow down, it doesn't. And uh, he starts going up way higher than he should be able to. And then you see that there are, or uh, he looks down and sees there's a whole bunch of uh, little glowing things underneath him. And in the distance is Brian gliding in with a thumbs up. Fantastic. So that pushes it to a seven. 
So unstable or temporary, or do you want to mark a condition? Let me see. Let me see. Um, I'm going to take angry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't have any arterial motives behind that. <laughs> so I think our next panel, we see you and like the underside of the whale with your sword like wedged into it, hanging off the sword. That work for you? That's perfect. I think in the background of this, we see uh, Asimov in the distance on, on his hang glider. Uh, Ryder, what do you want to do? Okay, so what I was going to do is, this, is after I you know, grab my sword, I'm going to, what he wants to do is he wants to release the sword and begin falling back towards the, towards the earth. Of course, I guess float back towards the earth because of nanobots. <laughs> and um, he wants to perform the largest rider slash he can muster and try to just wipe out a ton of, of these things on the ground. I will say there are civilians down there. Let's see if he can control. I'm kidding. Oh, God. Full <laughs> <laughs> Tyrannus over here. <laughs> it's that time again. <laughs> no. Okay. So there is civilians down there. Um, I will say that, like, a bit down the street, you do see these, the, the taller ones that were being formed by multiples jumping in together. You see one that's getting about 12 feet tall and fairly imposing. If you're looking for a big target. <laughs> I'm looking for a big target. I want to then perform another, uh, what, I, what I'm going to start calling the phase leap. And basically use, like, toss my sword. But I'm using it like Thor's hammer. And I'm going to phase behind it. Oh, God. <laughs> and I want to fly into the creature and out through the other side. <laughs> Give me a directly engage. Let's go. That's an 11. All right. On an 11, pick two. Um, I'm going to take something away from... Actually, no. I'm going to create an opportunity for my allies and impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Give me the what the panels look like of you going through this thing. <laughs> so uh, you've got the panel where he like begins to throw the blade. And then, and then the next panel is his body getting pulled by the blade and then going almost invisible. And then you would see a panel of the blade striking. You'd see like a, it'd be like a, uh, oh, and actually the next panel would be a rider standing on the other side or not standing, but crouching on the other side with the blade shoved into the ground slightly with the demon like exploded in Gibbs behind oh, him. Yeah, excellent. I'm going to modify that slightly. Okay. Um, about half of the demon just breaks apart into these dead little demons and they uh, break into dust. The other half falls on top of you and then forms into a tight, like, demon ball of skin around you and, like, holds you tight. Okay. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want to create the opportunity for? I want to create the opportunity for Barrel. <laughs> um, can you maybe make the opportunity for uh, Supai? Yeah, I'll do that. We'll make the opportunity for Supai. I keep forgetting Supai's here. Yeah, they can have the opportunity. I, I want to try a few things so it's easier if Supai is over at your side. Beautiful. We see a panel of... Like, most of the demons around you are cleared out because they were part of this big one or, and are now holding you down. 
and we get a panel of like a vaguely u-shaped blob of demon flesh from the outside and supai just running full speed towards you uh swinging their uh tendrils and i think from here we're going to cut up to azabov hang gliding in over this scene Azov, what are you going to do as you're descending um so i'm sorry but uh, i'm having a really hard time visualizing this uh we're can up I, against can I, can I set it up for you am i to understand that the 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 demon is a whale slime okay so there's a couple different demons the little ones when they touch they can glob into a bigger one so there's just and they get like more fleshy and gross the bigger they get. So there's like various sizes of those running around. And then there's also the um, angler whale in the sky. And this angler whale in the sky is also big and fleshy, demonish. No, it it looks like just a whale. It's it's like okay, it's an angler fish the size of a whale, but with wings. And then where that little light bulb is, it has another set of jaws as well. It's just, it's just a nightmare creature. What? Okay. It comes from hell. Sure. Let's go with that. Where's Doomslayer when you need him? <laughs> By the way, as you float in on the hang glider, there's a flaming bear on the surface that suddenly looks at you, waves, and, and goes... Brrr. I think I'm going to continue flying directly into the anglerfish. All right. What are you trying to accomplish with that? So I can figure out what you should be rolling here. Uh, are you trying to hurt it? I want to take it down from the inside. You know what? Go ahead and roll to directly engage. Let's start there. And if you want to choose to get eaten, you can also choose to get eaten. Is this Pinocchio? Are we, are we in Pinocchio now? I'm hoping. Tell you right now, this comic has went places. <laughs> That's an eleven on a ten plus. Pick two from the list. Well, I am going to resist or avoid their blows, and I am going to. Do you think the opposition would be impressed by me flying into a whale, or do you think they'd just be uh, oh, what's the word, not uncaring? <laughs> I think that these creatures really can't be impressed. They're pretty mindless and very instinct-driven. Well, maybe I can take its attention so that it's not uh, after other people. I'm cool with that. Um, if you want to impress someone, I can have Anagram arrive and see this. Actually, yes. I'd rather have that. Okay. So, you want to tell me what those panels look like? You see Asimov uh, holding onto his hang glider. Uh, he's still wearing a cape the fluttering behind him. Also now on his side is a uh, some kind of, uh, what do you call it, a scabbard. And uh, he says, well, that looks like a big problem. Let's try to take care of this from the inside. 
and he flies toward, I guess I would want to fly towards, I mean, you know, the obvious choice would be to fly into the big mouth, but uh, I, I mean, that's almost too obvious. You'd think maybe I should fly into the light ball mouth. So the light bulb one doesn't have a hole. It's just a light bulb with extra jaws because I was disgustingly amused by the concept of teeth that don't help you eat because it just seemed wrong and terrible. The big mouth it is. Okay, cool. And then watching me from back in the distance, probably saying, what the heck? Yeah, we see anagram standing on a nearby rooftop watching this whole thing and we get a, a, a close-up of her smile and she just goes god i like that one and uh if you don't already have it take influence on anagram i do have influence would you like to shift her labels yes i what would you, like to shift her mundane up and her uh, freak down. Okay, I'll make a note of it and I'll adjust the sheet later. And then we get the panels of you flying straight through. I think the mouths, like the jaws snap shut right behind you. And the edges of your glider like cut along the inside of the mouth of the anglerfish. And we see you. Do you want to land in the mouth or are you going straight down that throat? I'm well, I'm, I'm going to land very shortly after entering. So I guess in the mouth. And I'm just going to say, well, let's get to it. Awesome. And then when it cuts the side of the mouth, we cut outside and we get this ear piercing screech. Like everyone down below, like hands to the ears almost immediately. But we see all of the demons below just shimmer and become translucent for just one panel before they pop back in. Well, that's not good. And we're going to cut to uh, Beryl. Okay, I think, like, there's a lot of big, big, big dudes, right? Yeah, there's a fair bit of large ones. Okay, I think this is the perfect time to try to summon hope. All right, that sounds like an unleash. It does sound like an unleash. What is that, plus freak, right? Plus freak. Can I spend a team to get that up to a seven? It's a six. I think that if, it's, if throwing fire at it could help, Supai could help but that would stop them from working to free Ryder for a bit. So that's Ryder can you. phase. He was planning on phasing out anyways. Okay, I'll use Supai then. Um, so yeah, tell me what this looks like and we'll figure out how Supai helps. So the issue is, the reason that it's hard to pull off is that um, Carl has to have a little bit of time to, to do it. So I think I think um, Beryl yells at um, at Supai, can you cover me for a second? And then he uh, sits down in like a lotus position and we go into um, Carl's uh, inner mind thing. He whistles and then we hear this thunderous boom coming from the forest and in comes um, Hope rolling their big ball of dung. And Carl goes, yeah, Hope, can you take over for a while? We got some big ones. Outside, Carl is about to be attacked by a bunch of demons who see that there's something going on. But then Supai swats them away 
and then suddenly barrel starts growing and growing and growing into a big ball and then out from the ball bursts hope which is uh well let's say it's conveniently angular whale sized i guess okay spending the team that'll get you a seven uh do you want to mark a condition or is it unstable or temporary temporary maybe like we could do it um temporary if it gives me enough time to have some fun with it uh yeah Go ahead and describe um, what it looks like, the panels up to the emerging, and what hope looks like into the real world. Okay, so I think I think at first um, Carl just turns into a big, big, big blue ball, and um, it's slightly translucent, and then the ball bursts apart, and then inside is hope with a with a smaller but still fairly large ball. And unlike, like, normally Hope is, like, not very animated in sense of, like, emotion or something. It's just an insect rolling a big ball and being all cute in the distance. Mm-hmm. But at this point, you can see, like, you can see emotions in the face and stuff like that. It's way more animated on the page. And it's, like, filling up city streets big? Yeah, it's, it's, it's fairly big. Um, awesome. I'm cool with it, but I'm going to point out someone should worry about civilians at some point. And is Hope made of the same, like, blue energy? Yeah, it's all blue translucent Okay, cool. I think we're going to, like, over the panels, we're seeing Hope, we're, we're seeing that blue, like, slowly fading as you're having trouble maintaining that big of a form. That work? Yep. Cool. What do you do? Barrel, Carl, uh- Hope? Um, I'm going to pick up my gigantic house-sized uh, ball of dung, and I'm going to slam it into the uh, angled whale. Okay, I think we see you start like pushing up a street and uh, towards the angler whale, and I think we're going to jump to Ryder. Ryder, we get like a close-up panel of you, and you're just compressed with this blobbish demon flesh. What do you do? I think the panel you're going to see is you're going to see, of course, you have a small panel of that. And the next panel is Ryder, like, doing the Undertaker stand-up out of, uh, you know, anyone here watch wrestling? Uh, I watched enough to get that one. <laughs> the Undertaker stand-up, and he stands up out of the blob as, like, a translucent blue. And then he forms completely around him. He's like, oh. And it, it, you see a bubble up, up, up here, you know, his, his word bubble. He's like, oh, never again. Really gross. Ugh. And then he looks up, and I want an overhead panel shot, an overhead shot of Ryder from behind Ryder, where he sees what uh, Carl, what Farrell is doing. Farrell mm-hmm. Hope. Farrell Hope um, is doing, and he's like, oh, oh no, oh no. And then he's going to do the Ryder thing and start zipping around and trying to grab as many civilians as he can and getting them as far away as possible. Cool. He's, doing the, you... he's doing the flash thing. <laughs> cool. I want you to give. I want you to give me a defend. Okay. Uh, let me hear that. Your savior. Good news. That blocked at three. Ooh. And that was shit. <laughs> and that's a six. <laughs> oh yeah, plus three. Okay, so I think we get some panels of hope. This massive dung beetle rolling this ball down the street and oh i can spend team selfishly there couldn't i oh yeah 
Uh, yeah, let me frame this and then want to decide from there. Yeah. Cool. And Ryder zipping just barely outpacing the ball, grabbing people and kind of roughly pushing people off to the side, but safely getting people out of the way. And then it starts gaining a bit on you. And yeah, go ahead. I'm going to spend Dean selfishly to make sure I could do this. Wait, your savior's locked at plus three. It is. So you can't push, you can't shift it up. Oh, I can't. Can I? Oh, no. Wait. Yeah. Crap. There is an NPC that could help. We have team left, right? What are we at team wise? Uh, I think we used three and we had five. So we have two left. Anagram could help. If Anagram could help, fantastic. <laughs> uh, excellent. We've gotten these panels of, you know, Ryder grabbing people out of the way. And in the last panel, Ryder grabs this uh, woman and then the ball runs over both of them. We see Hope continue on and then Ryder stand up and is completely fine. But the woman is looking not so great underneath. And then we cut to Anagram's face and she drops her glasses back on and uh, dives and knocks a Ryder and the woman out of the way. And the ball keeps rolling through. That brings you to a seven. So... Do you want to expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation? I'm going to expose myself to danger. Okay. And do you want to add a team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect, or clear a condition? I'm going to add a team to the pool. Okay. The three of you tumble to the ground. Anagram quickly pulls herself up, pulls the woman up, and leads her off to uh, safety. Or, like, leads her, like, further down the street away from everything and then we get the panel of Ryder pulling himself to his feet and you turn uh, and a fist of this rather large um, demon comes flying at you Moon Harbor Heroes is produced by Anthony Sheets and T.P. Huth and edited by Anthony Sheets Anthony can be found on Twitter at Icy New Year or at IcyNewYear.com. T is the host of Incubator on Air, a new play podcast available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. She can be found at Playwright on Twitter or tphuth94 on Instagram. Faces is GM by me, Anthony Sheets. Asimov is played by EXPHP. You probably won't find him at It's EXPHP on Twitter, but it's worth a try. Carl is played by Simon Meskins. You can find him on Twitter as Jill Bereka. Faye was played by T. Huth. Ryder Typhon is played by Kaido King. Kaido is a Twitch personality and loves their three mischievous cats. You can find them at the Versian on Twitter and as Kaido Kane on Twitch.tv. Our logo was designed by Beautiful Beasties. She can be found on Instagram at beastly.doodles or at patreon.com slash beautifulbeasties. The music in this issue is Black Vortex by Kevin McLeod. A link to his website and the license will be in the show notes. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at moonharborheroes at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at moonharborcast. If you enjoyed this issue, please leave us a review on iTunes and tell a friend. Word of mouth and five-star reviews are really the best way for us to keep bringing these stories to more people. If you'd like to support us financially, check us out on patreon.com slash moonharborheroes. Supporting us there will give you access to bonus episodes each month. And uh, thanks for helping us save the world. We'll see you next issue.